Hello Malaysia, hello everyone, hello world. Hi, welcome back to Walk with Nina. My name is Nina and this is another uh, wonderful episode. Not so wonderful, it's just that I want to always hype up my own podcast. And um, by the way, banyak benda yang berlaku this weekend, which is yesterday, it was the 18th of December, where uh, it was the uh, the state election uh, at Sarawak. Now, um, I went for the election early in the morning with my sister. First of all, um, let me explain to you why did I went for voting. I'm 43, okay, as a part of the um, rakyat in, in the Sarawak state. It's my duty, it's my responsibility to ensure a better future for me and for my family. Now, uh, the reason why that I went for uh, this election is also that the fact that a lot of things happen in the, the, the state government and I feel that much, um, it's, it's, it's also my calling lah, because I remember how my late father especially is very, very uh, sangat lah, uh, take note on the Malaysian politics especially and also the Sarawak state. But he hardly say anything bad about the, the Sarawak state or the Malaysian government. That's one thing I really admired by him. But me as being one of the those people who born after the 70s who seen that growing up in the 80s and 90s I see everything uh, in terms of like um, how the the government politics is a bit uh, and comparing to the rest of the world I feel like macam although negara kita masih aman yes it's true tapi a lot of things being uh, someone who's considered myself as a minority in the community there are many things that I feel that we could have done better. So, uh, during the election, uh, one thing I saw was, because it's, it happens during the pandemic. Sekarang ni masih pandemic. Uh, I guess one thing I have to, uh, you know, uh, credit the uh, the SPRN, that's uh, Suranjaya Pilihan Raya uh, Negara. Uh, why? Because uh, the way they manage the PRN this year is really smooth. I think um, from the moment I arrived at the poll center, which is in within my kampung, and it takes less than 10 minutes for me to complete everything. So don't ask me who I voted, but uh, obviously uh, uh, voting is uh, as a secrecy that I take ownership of, and I would not be uh, uh, justifying to anyone who I voted for, but the results came in later uh, yesterday's evening. Obviously, the the winning seats, which is quite overwhelming, which is about 75 seats of the total election numbers, um, the GPS, Gabungan Parti Sarawak, won the 12th state election for 2021. So, congratulations to the GPS. I've seen a lot of changes, uh, especially when comparing to the opposing um, opposing party that uh, my area was used to be taken care of by uh, the opposing party. But I tell you, I see a lot of uh, undeveloped area, uh, which is like 
my area is like standing still while the rest of it is um, improving and developing okay so i hope i really hope that with the gps wins uh, for the next five years we are seeing a better uh, development in all especially the infrastructure road and uh, basic necessities okay the reason why that i feel that they deserve to win is okay the last couple of years especially the last two years one of the things that troubled me mostly is uh, connectivity so uh, we have a uh, my sister has a very close connection in a way that she knows all the people in the state government and uh, she actually asked help because the last two years we were working from home we don't have a proper internet i mean like we are relying on mobile internet all the time and it's not really efficient for if we need like um heavy duty works uh, especially like my work i i do digital training all the time i like throughout the day every day seven days a week um so i rely on internet heavily so if i use mobile internet it doesn't make sense right um the speed can only reach what 30 uh, 30 megabyte per second at at most so while i'm working for anything that require more than 100 megabyte per seconds and above so i believe that um with this there's uh, only one explanation. We need to have a fiber connectivity. But unfortunately, we were given an excuse by this service provider that they have very minimal number of people wanted to sign up. So uh, after months and months of persuading the, the person in charge, they finally gave in and then they, they, they finally, you know, pull all the you know, fiber cables and then they install it in my house. And it was a brand new day for me because we're talking about better connectivity and uh, I can do many things aside from my work and also like it's, it does really improve my lifestyle. So you know, this is another thing that I, I'm looking at. But I didn't, I didn't add that like for infrastructure because I'm driving, right? So um, the thing that concerned me the most is the road condition uh, from... Um, my house to the town area to all these um, uh, frequent points that I'm going to like the hospitals, the airports, uh, to my workplace, uh, to the, the city center, you know, to downtown, all these places that I frequent. But sekarang ni due to they wanted to build the Penborneo Highway, the infrastructure has been slightly interrupted. So I have to tell myself, kena bersabar. Probably in the next couple of years, it's gonna be better. Hopefully lah, I have the opportunity to still enjoy and experience the road, inshallah. So GPS, uh, as if you are listening to this, uh, anyone who listening to this, if you are from the Gabungan Party Sarawak, yeah, um, I believe that it's high time for us to change many things. I'm speaking on behalf of a minority as a transgender person who lives in Sarawak, who lives in Kuching. There are many things that I want you to be able to change and be the example, be the prime example in Malaysia because I believe you can do it, you know. Some of the five important things that I have think of, uh, of how in a way that GPS can be better, can improve because I think we have to carry on the legacy. Everybody knows that Sarawak is a multi-diverse 
racial-wise and religion-wise, we are very diverse. We, we live harmoniously among each other. There's no racial tension at all visible enough or in a way that I do not feel or experience any, you know, a racial tension when I'm growing up, even right now. So one of the most important thing is to maintain this, the harmony, okay? Regardless who are whatever your race is, whether you're Chinese, Malay, uh, the native, in, uh, which is Iban or Pidayu, or even Oraulu, or, or Melanau, and uh, the minorities like the Indians, um, or even like some of the you know uh, expats or migrants worker who are residing in Sarawak. Okay, to me, living harmoniously without feeling judged or uh, racial tension being imposed or provoked is very important for us to build a, a, a better nation for Sarawak. So hopefully we can maintain that, and uh, we need to encourage all this harmony. Okay, I know I'm I'm speaking on my own experience because the thing is, I remember bringing one friend of mine, uh, who actually from Semenanjung, and uh, he was absolutely surprised by the condition of the most common things that we are doing every day, which is, you know, dining in a public place, like in a restaurant, like or a cafe, like, like Kopitiam, when there's Chinese stalls, Malay stalls, that, you know, coexist, cohabit, and consume anything they want without being judgy. Right? And then they were like so surprised because obviously one of the things that shocked him was there's this there's this stall that's selling these pork noodles and the next stall is selling these halal noodles and halal food and then there's a makcik who actually wearing a, a hijab you know sitting just next to the stall who's selling pork noodles and eating you know happily without being without worrying anything but this kind of scene right doesn't happen elsewhere in malaysia trust me if they see like i know because i experienced living in in both sides of the world which is Semenanjung and Sarawak. So I remember when I was in Semenanjung Peninsula, like my friend uh, do not want to enter the shop because there's a Chinese name obviously written a Chinese word. And they say no, this shop is not halal. Like, okay. Like to me, like well, okay, I didn't know that. But understanding halal, right? Halal is not just about the idea of pork as one of the ingredients but halal is all about the cleanliness of the food okay the purity of the food okay uh, how they manage and how they cook all right if even even they are not selling pork okay but the condition is dirty okay the way they manage the food is is not pure enough or clean enough it's still considered as haram again uh, so, at the end, or oh, halal or haram, you need to be able to, you know, balance it. Tak perlu nak terlalu uptight about this. Me personally, when I was born, I was taught by my parents not to be uptight about halal haram. Okay, at the end of the day, we, we need to live harmoniously. So, that's number one. Number two, as a minority of a trans person, I would love to see Sarawak allowing 
people like myself, my sisters, or even my brothers of a transgender community to be offered or even, uh, you know, welcome for any career industry, uh, be it the state or the federal, kalau boleh. Okay, without being judgy and then not even imposing them to wear a certain gender punya pakaian. To me, like, first of all, you stripping away their identity, my identity, okay, and then your my personality as well. How do you expect people like me, um, uh, you know, when we are mentally pressed to say, example, I'm a trans person, I'm forced to wear a manly shirt or act manly because I'm working in, say, a federal of government because it's the rule. Now, we're in 2021. Accepting diversity is something that we should impose, kan? So, why not, okay, um, the next five years, start to implement being open, being open in accepting all this, okay? Because trust me, if you are giving the opportunity and chances for the trans community or even the LGBTQ community, because we work hard, okay? And in terms of creativity, in terms of um, showing our, you know, dedication, and um, we can be also a very positive impact to the rest of the team. So why not, you know, why not you allow us be ourselves? That's number two. Number three, Okay, one of the thing is I would want to see our state government to be the prime example, as I explained earlier. Prime example in terms of educating, educating the young generation. Now, I have two, coming soon three, okay, young kids in my life. Constantly, I, I try to educate them to accept people, especially people like myself, okay? One of the things that I try to educate them is being respectful, okay? Try to omit out those unnecessary slurs. When I say the word slurs, is you know what exactly I meant, okay? Because I've seen a lot of parents especially, okay? A family who allow their young kids to use words like pondan, pondan, and then aiming at, you know, to people like me publicly to shame people like me. Now, first of all, um, this is an example that you set to your children. If you're allowing your children to act and behave that way, you know, it speaks tremendously a volume of the education that you provide to your kids. And it's not right. Okay? You need to educate your children on the diversity of human being. Okay? And uh, imagine if... They are very used to calling people pondan. I'm not entirely surprised they poke fun on other people as well. Say, cacat, orangnya cacat. Okay, hence explain currently the sensitivity in Malaysia, especially when we, we well, towards people with disability, can is non-existent and they do it like on and post it on social media like as if there's nothing wrong of doing that so i i have brought this to to let everybody knows that this is not right and uh, i understand to educate your kids and to explain things like hey why do why do people have this being a trans why do people like 
uh, like there are men who likes men or female who likes females who love each other that kind of thing is it might be a bit confusing to how to educate but again um, do your research okay understand well and if you feel that you can allow that this education to be imposed in schools Sarawak, I really hope that you implement it in all the schools on sex education, on uh, identifying gender orientation and sexuality. That's number three. Number four, okay, we are in the state whereby uh, poverty is still common. Okay, when I say common, try to go to all these rural areas, okay, or deep, deep areas of Sarawak. Um, I'm talking about like remote areas lah, kawasan pedalaman. You know, there are still many people who have been uh, dismissed out from any basic necessities like the infrastructures of electricity and even water supply, clean water supplies. Okay, and then um, other necessities like roads uh, was also being you know not implemented well. Um, let alone like uh, a basic uh, needs like schools or education. Okay, I've seen a lot of these places in Sarawak. So we hope for the next five years, one of the most important thing is please improve our infrastructure. Uh, necessity uh, needs to provide to everyone equally. Okay, try to minimize the numbers of poverty. Because kalau kat Sarawak ni, kalau kayu tu kayu sangat-sangat. Hingga kalau miskin, miskin sangat-sangat and sedih. I actually in the middle and okay lah, nak kata bantuan uh, Sarawak banyak sangat promise sebab like bantuan Sarawak ku sayang or something but honestly, I am in category of the group that even in Malaysia wise, the state lagi lah kan, um, I'm not entitled. Tapi, <laughs> yang membayar taxnya saya, I have to pay tax without fail, okay? Uh, every year, tapi tak apalah, kalau rezeki mungkin Tuhan nak bagi elsewhere or something else. I accepted it and hopefully my small deeds especially, uh, I sekarang bayar jugalah uh, kata orang um, zakat untuk the the Sarawak uh, Islamic Fund lah, state Islamic Fund. So hopefully yang tu kiranya macam my fardu kifayah lah gitu. Something like that. I'm, don't, don't try to argue with me because I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm saying about that fire. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what's number four? Number five is I would want to see I would want to see myself living harmoniously in the community. Okay, I do not want to feel threatened. I do not want to feel intimidated. I want people to be accepting on people like myself, friends, people. I'm allowed to do things publicly. Okay, I, I do not want to feel that I am always threatened by these uh, laws. Okay, because I remember years ago, one of the things that my sister approached me when she discovered that I'm being openly a transgender person when I identified myself a trans person she said that one of the things that concerned her the most is she worried that I might get into trouble with the laws or the legal things okay uh, which is so far and then when I say being accepting right I have the same equal treatment 
um, anywhere I go, especially getting the medical treatment. At say example, general hospital, okay, without being judged, without being you know turned away because of I'm a trans person. Okay, I deserve the same treatment. I want the doctors and nurses to treat me like any other patient. Okay, um, be human about it. Okay, this is the thing, especially the medical provider need to know or uh, things that they, they have signed their oath with when they decided to be a medical service provider ataupun jadi medical expert. I believe this is same goes to every one of them. Okay, to accept everyone uh, and to, to treat everyone equally. Kan? Kalau tak ada benda tu bermana dia they went for a wrong education lah or a wrong industry. If you feel that you need to judge me for whoever I am, then there's something wrong with you. Okay, there's nothing wrong with the system. There's something wrong with you personally. So that's it. Five things that I wanted to happen in Sarawak for the next five years and hopefully many, many years to come. Now, um, I know it's a small request. I might not even be reaching out to anyone from the GPS. Tapi tak apalah. Okay, tapi at least if some of your the listeners are related to the GPS, uh, their family members or friends are listening to this, you know, I hope, I hope they can send this message to them and then I hope to see some changes. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Oh, another thing, I just want a quick update uh, for everyone. Um, tragically, our Malaysia is heading to something... Um, it's quite a tragedy. Like, it's, it's nature tragedy uh, recently, which happened uh, coincidentally on the 18th of December. Massive flash floods happened at Klang Valley. A lot of places having like a severe flash floods. We're talking about floods that is so severe. Uh, roads has been, been closed down. Families has been to move out. And I saw some retweets that People are like um, stranded on the top of their home roof and it's, um, there's very minimal help right now. Um, I'm not sure whether they, the, the government have activated any uh, search and rescue team or help. I, will, I hope I'll help uh, uh, on their way because Klang Valley is not the only states that have been happening this flash flood big due to the monsoon season right now happening in 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 the entire part of Malaysia. Even Sarawak we'll, we'll be having like downpours yesterday as well. Right after the election it was raining heavily until the evening and today is a bit gloomy then I'm expecting it to be raining again anytime. And again um if you are living in those areas uh with high risk flash flood or you are living in the area of flash flood. Just so, just so you know that I'm thinking about you. Uh, doakan every one of you uh, selamat dan dapat bantuan secepat mungkin. And I really hope that, you know, uh, things will get better to for every one of you. Uh, selamat and stay safe everyone. Take care. Yeah, and frequently uh, the next couple of weeks as we are approaching the new year, um, I'm going to uh, reiterate again that there will be one uh, amazing episode that I dedicated on uh, the 2021, the total recap of the 12 months that happened to me. 
Anyway, take care. Thank you for uh, listening and tuning in to my podcast this week. I uh, hope to see you guys very soon. Goodbye and enjoy your weekend.